Welcome to the Inkspire podcast from Tharstern, the show that helps you turn your printing company into a bionic business. Here is your host, Ross Edwards. Hello, and thanks for joining us on the Inkspire podcast, where each week we cover at least one of the three strategies that will help you build a bionic business, technology, culture, and process. We're switching things up for this final episode of 2022. My colleague Andy Strand will be making his Inkspire podcast hosting debut as we do a short roundup of some of the standout episodes we've released this year and our key takeaways. So Andy, I'm going to hand the reins over to you. Well, what an honour, Ross. I've been a, an avid listener throughout the year. You've um, you've had some great guests on, uh, covered some really relevant topics. So yeah, really, really chuffed you've invited me in to um, just do the end of year roundup. Yeah. These are in no specific order, just these are just some some great topics. I feel like I should have like a glass of eggnog or something and be sat by the sat by oh, the fire. Have you not got one then there? Oh no, I missed that on the memo. <laughs> so yeah, I've been listening throughout the year and I've had a you know a little um little catch up recently and uh, yeah one one I think we should start with is I think one you did quite early on in the year when you sort of sat and had a really nice conversation with uh, with Anthony Philby of uh, Venn Holdings, and it was all about enhancing your tech with talented people, uh, because this is yeah. all about the essence of the podcast, you know, being bionic, which, as you've always said, is the, uh, you know, combining people, process and technology, and, and that's what you, that's what the end result is. So Yeah, uh, and, and you know what, Andy, that is a really good one to start with, I think. It was definitely one of my favourites, because, as you said, it, it kind of epitomised what we want the podcast to be about, and Anthony kind of had every every strand of that, really. So I, I think in particular, with that podcast, it, it, it was, you know, Anthony talks really does talk about the importance of people yeah. in your business, and it really delved into explaining that no matter how good your strategies are, you know, your technology, anything, you need the best people around you to deliver them. And really, at a point, I think that any business can take forward them from that, it, it, because using people and technology together mm. creates success. And, and, and you know, we've, we've seen the growth of of Ven Holdings and, and all the things they've done. And, and without a doubt, you know, Anthony would be the first to say he couldn't do that without the people around him and, and, and kind of entrusting them. The yeah, other... sure, I'll just jump in there. I do yeah. an amazing stats in there, wasn't there? That it's like in 10 months, the business has grown tenfold. Yes. A million turnover month one to month 10, 10 million. That's unreal. Yeah. So that's not just through technology. That's yeah, not it... just having a good strategy. Yeah. A, it sounds like there's a really sort of key factor in this which is people yeah absolutely it's, it's not it's, it's certainly not by chance is it that, that that's that's happened because it, it's by by combining all them things together and and another area that that um really struck for me that is something i know you are passionate about and i am too is, is systemization you know and, and anthony explained in the podcast kind of how how he went about that and broke the business down into its core components and then deciding which, which which of the key processes help you know would help to help to successfully systemize the business and make it mm. to, to make it more scalable and and like you just said that, that them stats there that that kind of tenfold growth you can't do that without being you know without having systems in place to make your business scalable that isn't reliant on to grow i need to take on loads and loads yeah. more people it's to grow i need the right systems i need the right technology and i need the right people and you know 
systemization is particularly on, on the show and, and on fast and tv and things like that is something we've talked about a lot this year but i know you and i have been beating the drum of systemization for yeah, for, for, for many time. years um yeah. and, and it, i think is something that you know any any business if, uh, should be looking at allocating time to it in 2023 going forward uh, yeah. if they're not if they're not already i think it's having I know this is something that Anthony because I've got personal experience of it, but I've been making sure everybody's got a clear role in yeah. this in in within the business and having a clear strategy. And I I've been part of that actually with Anthony. Yeah. I remember he talked about the timeline. I think it was like 2008 when he was at ESP. Even though I wasn't an employee of his, mm. um, he had a really clear vision of where he wanted his automation to go. Yeah. And to communicate that vision, he actually got us, Darston, in a room with Kodak, with yeah. Heidelberg, explain yeah. what he needed or what he wanted, what the vision was. And from that point, we all kind of knew what our clear role was. So even though we weren't employees of his, that's been his approach for a while, is make sure everybody understands what their role is. And that's just been reflected in that podcast you did, because he does that with his own people, not just suppliers. It's all about sharing that vision. Yeah, I think it's um, it definitely is a, an interesting point. I, I, I was watching, um, I don't know if you've seen the recent series of SAS Rogues on, on BBC, <laughs> um, and you wonder where I'm going with this one. But, yeah. um, but one of the things, it was all about how the SAS formed. And one of the clear things that they chat their rules was that you always ask the reason why. So yeah. it, normally in, in the chain of command of the army, you're told to do something, you don't question it, you just get on and do it. But what one of the first thing they drilled into their the first regiment of the SAS was to, you must always ask why, and it, and and the like the chief commanding officer or whatever he was of that regiment at the time kind of said, do you know what the reason you have to ask why is because if your plan doesn't work, you can figure out another way to oh, still yeah. get you can yeah. st- you can figure out another way to get it. But if mm. you don't know why you're doing something and what the vision is, then you can't mm-hmm. you can't kind of make sure it comes through and then we all know that with integration projects with you know automation and things like that we have a vision and sometimes things do need to go a different way because you, you might go down that path and, and start thinking actually there's a better way to do this or yeah. actually there's something we've not thought about and I think that's absolutely you know it kind of when I heard that, it, it, this is this is the kind of geek that yeah. I am but I started thinking about them conversations with Anthony again um, and that transcends to all levels. That must be why my four-year-old son asked me why about four million times a day. <laughs> why, yeah. is that, why is that like that? Daddy? Just in case my plan yeah. doesn't work, he's, yeah. al- he's already thinking yeah. about another way of achieving it. Oh. And that relentless why. <laughs> so good. That's all. Yeah, people sharing a vision, making sure that that's a shared vision and under- yeah. understands what what the goal is. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. What's so Ross, I think you know, thinking about other things that you've covered this year, so topical and so interesting, was the the let's talk about sustainability. Mm. Um, and one thing that rang true with all your podcasts is how much passion there is in mm. the people that you've talked to. They're all kind of subject matter experts, yeah, in their own sphere. But yeah, it's just uh, that the, the interview you did or the podcast you did with Carbon Quota, um, it was just phenomenal. So Dominic passionate so, yeah. so typical and rightly so so this year we've done quite a bit of work with them 
you sat down and had a chat with uh, with Dominic. Yeah. What did, you, what did you glean from that, Ross? What did you What did you enjoy about that? Um, for me, uh, from a personal level, th- this this was a really important one for, for me, and I'm, I'm so glad that we got the opportunity to do this, and, and some of the things that have, have spun off from from doing that as well, because it's one of them things that I've always believed that industry has a bigger role to play in in kind of the climate crisis and trying to change the steer of things rather than yeah. the individual and and for for many many years that the message has always been targeted as the individual and an individual can only do so much it's got to come from industry it's got to come from government and legislation and so this company you know was a prime example of of helping industry to make a change um and i think the first point that we covered which I think is really worth reiterating now is is about how print can become the leading industry in making a change for sustainability efforts. And we kind of talked about, you know, many print businesses are, are, are certainly seeing this demand from customers to include information about the sustainability of their products. And I think this is just going to be a trend that just keeps on growing. Not even a trend. I think it's just going to become a Yeah, an expectation to do that, and um, I think we'll see that grow quickly over the over the next few years. And the key message was to start acting now, so that you're you're ready for that. But yeah, and we also talk about how each individual business has their own responsibility for sustainability efforts, and and using more sustainable products and reducing the carbon footprints of jobs you produce, etc. And though it could be argued these bigger issues need to be dealt like higher up the, the kind of key thing that we're trying that dominic was trying to get across is that if, if all print businesses pledged to decarbonize their business then collect collectively it would make a, a big difference it, it was kind of you know it was taking it that next stop beyond kind of like greenwashing yeah um, and an actual real action and to the point where you know th- this has inspired Farston as, as an organization so we're now looking at actually what can we do to to measure and reduce our carbon footprint and and the steps that we need to take and um i'm hoping in 2023 that i'll be able to um head that up that project up with Arsenal. Yeah. which i think it, i think it's really important so that, that'll be an interesting uh, journey to track because you know, it's a really serious issue uh, we all need inspiration from somewhere mm. should do we need inspiration? It's so obvious that something needs to be done. We should yeah. need to be waiting for something to inspire us or trigger us to do something. We're seeing, you know, we, we, certainly us as a household, we're making changes. Lots of things we're doing, our heating system and all things like that is yeah. now not gas driven. It's, it's it's just what we what we what we what we can do with a small yeah. cog in a big machine. Um, but yeah, let's see how we go through 2023 because we've got mm. to act now. We've got to make these changes. And if yeah. if us at the grassroots level are doing something, then the big Absolutely, industry yeah. of us need to act as well. And there needs to be a sort of a common a common message. We keep talking yeah. about this. It's a shared vision. That's yeah, yeah, it, 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 it is. It's a shared vision, and yeah. we all need to do our bit to to to, to realise those goals. And I think you know that's really good point, Andy. That it's you know there's still we all still have our part to play in this and and can do things, but as by having industry taking action as well and having government organisations and and and, you know higher powers taking action as well, then that combination will will galvanise and 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 will will hopefully you know turn things around before it is too late. Yeah. 
um well yeah it's, it, it's interesting to see the tools that are out there now to yeah. help businesses kind of measure and and report on it and and then look at ways that they can reduce it so it was it was yeah. a good one it was a good yeah one. no i enjoyed that and yeah as i said at the start of this this chat we're having today everything is so topical everything is so relevant and, and, and not more than what we wanted to sort of chat about next really and that's diversity in the industry um, yeah that, that was a, a really really good one you know tackling the diversity issues within the print and packaging industries now it's not going to be news to anybody here that you know industry faces the printing industry mm. faces diversity issues so we got joe stevenson carries cop and, and our own esteemed amanda newman yeah uh, to, to talk about the diversity issues that, that need tackling within yeah. the industry so um did you get involved with that podcast ross were you behind the scenes there or did you just let the uh let them roll with the uh, yeah the no it, it was it was kind of one of the topics that we talked about that we'd like to cover and we were just really fortunate to to kind of get introduced to to joe and and we'd met caris cop through uh through future print and, and i think it was actually when we were uh, in a meeting with them and we were talking about some of our plans for the podcast yeah. and, and and it was caris actually who helped connect us with joe uh, and Joel had sort of a, a voluntary organisation of, of women in, in packaging, I think it was, and women in, in yeah. print is another organisation that exists. And um, so it, it was quite an interesting one, this, because we thought that the, the, the discussion of it was going to be more around kind of women in, in print and, and that, you know, as part of the diversity. But it became a, a much broader topic. Uh, and, and, and yeah, it was it was a really really interesting one to cover uh, and and i didn't have to do much in that one to be honest as, as, a, as a host because there was so many good things to listen to and it's just one of them conversations that could have could have gone on for for, for hours yeah. and hours you know yeah. what i mean because it, 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 there's so many things to think about but some of the key talking points i think was about you know often leadership and management teams are mainly made up of men and the printing industry you know it Absolutely. Is, yeah. is you can see that if, if we're exhibiting an exhibition it's it's mostly men that are at these exhibitions and um certainly from management teams and i know me and you deal with with kind of the leadership teams and management teams of businesses a lot and that it's it's quite common um yeah but an interesting point that came up in the discussion, which is that research shows like a clear correlation between having, having a diverse board and business performance. So, you yeah. know, if you've got a diverse uh, board, the better your business performance can be when, when you know, the board is made up of a diverse range of, of people. And so that wasn't just about, you know, men and women, but different cultures, yeah. different age ranges, that, that eclectic mix then performance just is better. I think a valuable quote that Joe made was, you know, great decision-making comes from a variety of voices, opinions, and thoughts. And it was Absolutely. one of them things that I kind of thought, I need to write that down and, and, and kind of just, just have, it, have it pinned up somewhere because it, it definitely is true. Definitely is true. Yeah, yeah no, I've, I've said it myself. You know, we've been, I know we were locked down for some time, but going to some recent, sort of industry events, whether they be awards, various trade shows, actually really seeing a difference now in terms of the yeah. demographic that, that are going there. Certainly yeah. 
you know, you and I were at an event a couple of weeks ago and and you see these, you see kind of a new way of thinking within yeah. some of the sort of larger, more successful businesses. And that's really reflected, I think, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the, not just at board level, but yeah. across, across the business. And also you talk about diversity, is that male, female, people of different cultures. I think there's an age thing in there as well. You know, yeah. we talk about diversity, but I think that the, the age needs to be added into that. Yeah. I think we were, as an industry, seeing sort of, you know, older, older, older leaders, you know, older managing directors, but just seeing a really new trench of, of youngsters coming through, really talented youngsters coming through. We need more yeah. of it. Don't get me wrong. We need more of it, but yeah. really encouraging to see that. And uh, also in that episode, yeah, one thing I look, I enjoyed you was you were talking about sort of the importance of an open and flexible culture where, mm. you know, everybody's got a voice. That's so yeah. important because that really stood out for me because that's something that we do at Tharson ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's something that every business, you know, really needs to be doing. And uh, we've seen it, you know, we've seen a real culture change at Tharson over the last few years where, where yeah. people can get involved. It, it, it matters what you think. You know, you're, you're able to sort of put those those opinions forward. Um, they're all valued, and um, it, yeah, it makes such a difference. So mm. anything that um, other businesses can do, you know, encouraging that diversity and that openness of culture, just got to do it. It's so valuable, Andy. It's so valuable, and and it's it's more than coincidence, isn't it? That that you know, so far some of the discussions we've had actually uh, uh, um, about the you know some of the podcasts almost every podcast that we've done has related back to culture and and, yeah. and people and and even though the topic might you might think actually this is isn't really related to that it always comes back to that 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 vision of, yeah. of, you know what's what's your wine and that culture and it definitely does make a difference and you know it's just i know that the the podcast the the theme of it is about being bionic and and people culture and technology but sometimes we've gone into recording these podcasts and and not with thinking this this is going to be more weighted about technology or this is going to be more about people but they all funnel back into into culture as well which I think is 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 becoming more and more recognised for, for 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 businesses to to that you, you can't just have people turn up and pay them a salary and and expect them to 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 do things. You need to create this culture. Um, yeah. Uh, and 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 a an eclectic mix. Just I mean, look how much Starson's transformed. But by we've brought in younger employees into the workforce. We you know wider mix of people, and and how that's changed our the vibe in the business but also you know our marketing and 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 all our kind of at the way we've we kind of grown as a business it, it, that's all all come down to that culture yeah no it creates a buzz in the place yeah you might have some you know long standers like me i've always been quite enthusiastic i think anyway but you know you yeah. maybe some that there may be some that think oh yeah. what's this about this is a new way of working but before you know it yeah, they're like, oh, this is really good. Yeah, I feel like I'm more involved now. So yeah. it's, it's not something that you can sort of change necessarily overnight. You've really got to, yeah. you really got to commit to it. But um, yeah, the results can be amazing. We've seen it. Yeah, I'm not just reading a book to tell you this. Yeah, I've lived, breathed it at Thurston, so it's um, yeah, really definitely. encouraging actually. 
definitely. But yeah, something I touched on there, Ross, about seeing younger people coming through, just just sort of segues us nicely into the, the sort of final episode that we wanted to talk about. And that was um, Generation Z. Mm-hmm. Or Gen Z, do you call it, Ross? You know, you're a bit Gen, Gen Z. Uh, yeah, I think Gen, Gen Z is the term, I believe. Gen Z. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and that was all about sort of how to attract and recruit the next generation of printers. Mm. Um, so I think, yeah, really important one to finish on was all about the interviews um, that you did with the, the Rising Star Award winners. Yeah. Um, which I know, you know, yeah. you've always you've always been passionate about things like this, Ross. Um, not just yeah. analysing what's going on in an industry, but what's coming through and what's the future of it. So I know this was a was a failure. Yeah, it, it, it really was. It, it was a really good one. It, 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 Andy, when I was recording this and, and even talking about it now, I've still got goosebumps. I've still got a tingle on my spine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Just from from that that interview, that that podcast recording, it was it was so heartwarming and, and, yeah. and really insightful to, to the future of the industry you know lots of great advice for businesses who are looking uh, to hire young younger members into the team you know to, to which we all know is a challenge that the the printing industry is facing well, I mean lots of industries are as well but the printing industry is no different and yeah I mean a, a real valuable key takeaway from this episode is their answers from when, when I asked them um, how they see the future of the print industry. And the answers that we had were seeing the industry becoming much more diverse, technology developing and seeing more of us giving back than we take, and mm-hmm. reducing carbon footprint using technology. Um, they were kind of like some of the key things that they, that they, they saw where the future of the industry was going to go. And I, I believe it will. Because yeah. just, that's what their their values are. That's what their beliefs are. And, and they're going to drive that. I mean, you know, one, one of the uh, the interviewees, Elsie, uh, her, her role was, was, was a sustainability manager. Um, you, you, you know, yeah. um, and she was, I mean, they were all so passionate about it, all their kind of areas and stuff. But, you know, Elsie, you could really had that passion too um uh, it, it was it was inspiring it was inspiring yeah. it, it, it kind of i finished that podcast thinking this industry has got a real good future yeah so i think it, i don't think anyone anyone could argue about you know the importance of getting that right and getting sort of youngsters coming through and, yeah. and getting real bringing the talent in but i know this is something that you talk to them and you asked each one of them really you know how do we do it you know how yeah. do how do organisations, you know, bring in talent like that? How do you attract younger generations to work in the print industry? So, um, yeah, do you remember um, yeah. some of the replies you got there? I'm I, sure you I, do. I, I, I do, all... yeah. Um, I, there, there was one of the key things that stood out was, uh, that they, we, we talked about, and this was based on research as well, was that, that people put forward that people want to work for businesses actively work towards improving like social and environmental values and 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 actually the, the, there was this survey and, and research done that that 88 percent of of uh of people in in, in that generation when you know the gen z would take a, a thousand pound salary cut to work for a business that does this, that works for a business that aligns with their with their values, 
Amazing. Um, it, yeah. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, it, it, it's not all about money. It's for it's it's more about actually. I I if I, I'd sooner work for this company that I feel I align with with their beliefs and values and and, and get paid less than go and work for somewhere else and getting paid 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 more. Yeah. But I don't I don't kind of feel aligned with them. Um. So again, that comes back to culture, doesn't it? Uh, and, and, and and but then there was also the, the, the they talked about the, the the availability and importance of training for the next generation of printers with apprenticeships or internships um and and you know when the printing charity um was was kind of part of this as well in, in this podcast and, and you know they're trying to do lots of things to to encourage that and that's what the rising star awards is about is to to win funding um for, for training and and um and support and yeah the the the, the big thing that all three all, all three of them kind of said was was building and promoting an, an awesome workplace culture was really yeah. like key for all of them and they all yeah. felt that the organizations that they work with what what attracted them to want to work for that place was was to do with the the, the, the workplace culture so yeah it, some really really powerful answers there you go ross well that underpins everything doesn't it really yeah. it's all about people it's all about getting the culture right it's all about making people feel included getting the right people into your business to share yeah. that vision and yeah. again everything all all comes back to culture so really good yeah. ross can't yeah. wait for your uh, your efforts next year and um <laughs> i know you'll i know you'll listen to this back and you'll think how did andy perform but hopefully I perform well enough to you can introduce me. Yeah, uh, you can include me next year. In yeah, and, the, uh, Andy. Yeah, absolutely. I, I definitely <laughs> hope to have, have you back on again. And it's it's um you've done a great job there. Thank you, and and, and thanks for everyone for tuning into the Inspire Podcast in in you know 2022. Uh, hopefully, uh, you, you've enjoyed hearing from all the guests we've had on this year, and uh, have taken plenty away from each episode. I I always think. It, if there's just you know if we can just find one thing that you can take away then i think it's a, a podcast worth worth doing and a podcast worth listening to so um yeah have have a have a great new year and and make sure to check back in the inspire podcast in 2023 who, who knows they could be there two hosts by then um and uh yeah we'll we'll uh, we'll see you then thanks ross thanks for having me see you soon thank you thank you You've been listening to the Inkspire podcast from Tharstern. If you have any questions about today's show or you're interested in being a guest, head over to our website and let us know. And don't forget to subscribe so you can be the first to know when new episodes are available. Until then, thanks for listening.